with Alan Moore. We are back on Capital Sports on Muscles Capital FM, the weekly blast of all you need to know on the world of sport here from the capital of the Russian Federation. It is the best hour of news from sport, views, previews and reviews on Russian radio. I am Alan Knight. I'm Mikasina Bichkova. I'm Alan Knight. I said, oh my God, I'm Alan Moore. <laughs> I'm getting worse. I'm Alan Moore. This is you can't and you're going. blushing again. I know. <laughs> and with us is the inimitable, unbeatable, incredible Ms. Ollie Knight. Ollie, how are you doing? Thank you so much for the compliments. I'm doing absolutely wonderful. And enough about me, though. Let's get on with the show. Yes, exactly. The show must go on, as Freddie Mercury said. And what a show we have for you tonight. It's certainly our best yet. We have on the phone shortly the chief editor for Sports Daily, Dr. Roo, and a very good friend of the show, Mr. Ivan Shidkov, who has just landed back in St. Pete's just in the last hour or so after a very very well deserved trip to Qatar to take in the work of venues and a lot more we have another good friend of the show and not just here in the studio but in our panel show too senior presenter with Russia today Andrew Farmer who will join us to discuss the preparation for our World Cup venues here in Russia and the possibility of Russian team at the Winter Olympics in South Korea in February that's very very important especially with today's news uh, and having no team at the Winter Olympics in South Korea in just well just over two months time that is a very very big possibility it's actually becoming a probability with each passing news day and news story so uh, we will uh, review everything for the Europa League tomorrow. We'll also have a look back at the Champions League from last night. We'll have a little bit of an update because, of course, Siska Moscow are playing tonight in the Champions League. Um, however, uh, before we call or greet a guest, there was a full round of fixtures in the Russian Premier League this past weekend. The same in England. And the NFL in America threw up a couple of, uh, let's say, American uh, word doozies. And, of course, it was rugby, ice hockey and international rules. International rules. Yes, international rules, you what? know. So that what? was Ireland against Australia. It's kind of it's a mixed game of uh, Gaelic football and Australian rules football. Uh, it's been played for many, many years, I think about 50, 60 years, between the top players in Ireland and those in Australia. So if you want to see something fun and not get disappointed, check it out on YouTube. It's called International Rules. Uh, Ollie, so where are we going to start tonight? I would say let's start with rugby. Oh, very, very English. Okay, so rugby <laughs> it is then. Okay, so autumn, of course, is the time of year when sides from the Southern Hemisphere, they all land up in Europe for matches, made to make money, but also to test themselves between World Cups. Ireland lost again in the World Cup. No, they, no, that's a different lost. word. I'm sorry. Sorry. Too. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, actually, we did. We actually lost the right to host the World Cup in 2023. Thank you for reminding me of that. Not only were we knocked out by Denmark from the regular FIFA World Cup, we lost the Rugby World Cup as well to France. Those damn French. Okay, anyway. Uh, right, so, ladies, I'm going to get the results. Yeah, I'm going to get... No, no, those damn French, I know. So, are we with, like, any French listeners listen to this? No, that's it. We're not going to listen to them anymore. So, Ireland won this past weekend, surprisingly, and it was their second win in for two weeks in a row. Uh, two weeks ago, they beat South Africa. Actually, they hammered South Africa. Then last week, they beat uh, Fiji in a pretty you know, close match. They came back from behind to win. They won 23-20. And uh, yeah, that was pretty good. South Africa, they were in Paris on Saturday and they beat France 18-17. Scotland, now Scotland are very, very unlucky. They lost out on a historic win against New Zealand. They should have scored at the very end of the game, but they ended up losing 17-22. England, they continued their good form. They hammered, they walloped Australia 30 points to six. And Wales had to work very, very hard to beat Georgia 13 points to 6. 
Georgia. Billy said Georgia. Yes, Georgia as in Georgia, not Georgia on my mind as in American (laughs) Georgia, but Georgia as in south of the border here. Yeah, same one. Rugby, I think, as far as I know, is their number two sport and they're pretty good at it too. They should have beaten Ireland, I think, in 2007 in the World Cup. Um, Every show surprises. I know, I know. See, it's it's education as well as everything else. Yes, uh, it is. Yeah, that's that's what what I'm here for. Uh, Light entertainment and education. Well, not so much entertainment. (laughs) Well, people laugh at me, I suppose. But uh, yeah, so lots of good players from Georgia are playing the top level in France, some in England as well. And uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, this weekend coming is that's going to be a very, very good one for rugby fans with some top matches all day long on Saturday. I see on the list here Samoa Japan. Seriously? Yes, Samoa. They are a decent team. <laughs> I've, I've heard of that with Fiji too. <laughs> but don't all their players play some somewhere else? Yes, they do. Somewhere yeah. In other teams? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, most of them actually claim. Well, they go like kind of as teenagers or even kids to play in uh, New Zealand or Australia, England. Wales even, I think it's gotten as well. Um, but still, like, you know, the, the, the Samoans and Fijians and Tongans are actually, you know, they're very, very tough people. So who's actually playing who then? <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Get so that back. was, like, really confusing. Yeah, that's, okay, okay. The most important thing kind is... Of quiz so, question. A <laughs> quiz question, yeah. So who's playing at five o'clock on Saturday? Well, it is Italy. They are play, playing South Africa. They're going to try and devour the South Africa, and South Africa with some nice Chianti. Then at 5.30, Scotland are looking to send Australia back down under with their second loss of the tour. At six o'clock, England will want to win some more when they play Samoa. Uh, that's pretty bad, isn't it? I mean, terrible, but go on. Like, we're laughing at you, not with you, <laughs> yeah, just to okay. clarify. Okay. All right, okay, that's good. That's good to know. So, sorry, my life. Okay, so at <laughs> 8.15 in the evening, Moscow time, of course, all times are Moscow time. It is a battle of the nations who kind of like sheep more than just for meat and wool. When Wales look to do what Ireland did last year and beat New Zealand. I have the question. What do okay. you mean <laughs> they like sheep not just for meat and wool? Uh, I'll tell you when we go on break, okay? <laughs> I can't say it on the air. There oh, might be wow. children listening. Yeah. All he's, all he's blushing. I'm blushing. I know we're I mean, all blushing. I don't even know what it is, but I'm guessing <laughs> that it's nothing good. In this show. It's not good. I'll tell you a joke off the air. but uh, we, I, I just won't. have a good 10. Yeah. <laughs> you can use your imagination. Okay. At, at 8.30 in the evening, Ireland, they are renewing a rivalry with Argentina in what should be a pretty nasty match. Um, you know, all our connections with Ireland and Argentina, like, like historically, like we're very, very close and so on. Um, there was an Irish-speaking community in Argentina for a long time. Um, but in rugby, the two teams just go to war every single time. They hate each other. And finally, on Saturday evening, if you want a bit more rugby, at 10.45, that's PM, of course, France will be looking to be big in Japan by beating the Japanese. Okay, what match do you advise our listeners to watch? Mm-hmm. Right, well, I think there's only oh. one. Okay, Ireland, I, I, I will watch Ireland but probably later on in that game. I will not, uh, tune not, in. Not you, our listeners. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, listeners, I'm not important. Okay, well, basically, I would advise anyone who wants to watch a good game of rugby, that should be tough and so on, Wales and New Zealand. So Wales and New Zealand, I want to watch. That's going to be a classic. And I think Wales could beat them. Uh, or there won't be a few points between them, but uh, I do see them pushing New Zealand all the way. Yeah. So yeah. So that's so. If, if if that's it. No. Just one very very quick update. Just uh, the match has kicked off. Of course, it's nine minutes in between Cisco Moscow and Benfica. That's here at the Veb Arena. It's uh, still nil nil. Chelsea. They're playing in uh, Azerbaijan against Karabakh. It is nil nil there also. A very very quick. Katrin, if you just bear me one second. The KHL, of course, is uh, going on at the moment. Right now, Cisco are playing home against Sochi. They are three one up. So quite good. Quite good for Cisco. Your Francisco. former team, one of your former teams. Yes, but it's not like my, my. Okay, yeah, it's it, it was the place where I practiced for like five years. Come on. And actually, where did you practice more, Siska or Spartak? Well, but Spartak was when I just 
started to play tennis when I was eight years old. Why did you choose Spartak? Was it because it had this like production well, it line of talent? It was no, no, no. It was just about parents, and it was just because um, it was close to our place where we used to live, and and we also I mean, heard that yeah, there was a group where Anna Kurnikova started to play, right, and yeah. you know, it always Safin, works like Safin, this. Safin is yeah, there yeah. Well, so Safin, Yuzhny, Dementieva, Miskina, like all of of us, all the this. Top. Yeah, yeah. Safina sister and like okay all, all right all the players who played like in next in yeah, okay your name years. dropping your name dropping right your name dropping and That's Dave also eager okay. so all of, all Ollie, of us she's trying to make us feel small here right now so okay uh right so oh, but quick. that was fun of course it was well it was competition from the beginning when we just were kids and Oh. Probably that's why it happened like this, that we have this period of 10 years where all the Russians Superstars. Yeah, yeah, played. Okay, we're going to go quickly to the phone and to Ivan Zhidkov. He, of course, is the uh, chief editor of SportsDaily.ru. And uh, as I said, he's just landed back in St. Pete's uh, after a trip to Qatar. Ivan, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. Um, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing perfectly, especially because of I was really... Uh, guessers, you presented me uh, ages ago. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, a book about uh, Irish managers and playing going from Doha to St. Pete today. So that's why I'm absolutely hating you. Oh, my hey, God. hello, Evan. A little bit of topic. How Hi. is the 10? Yeah. <laughs> How is your you tan, get, Evan? Yeah, did you get some? The 10. Uh, <laughs> did I get what? A tan. A suntan. A suntan. Was it a good weather in Doha? I heard yeah, it's like it's 20. It's very good, pretty good weather, especially when you're staying in the middle of this, uh, on a construction site of a stadium and the sun is shining and it's uh, like uh, 35 degrees uh, and the sun is, uh, is burning above your head, exactly. And so, especially, but, but, yeah, especially it, as it, you're... It, Sorry, I was yeah. to say, yeah, especially you're very, very fair-haired. You're blonde, so I mean, that's not that's, that's not nice when the sun is beating down your head. Yeah, but I had but, but I had a helmet. Ah, so no, then you're no, okay. No, 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 nobody yeah. yeah, Speaking of helmets, I had a helmet everybody around. Yeah, but uh, talking seriously, it's uh, absolutely good solution for Qatari authorities to to create those uh, air conditioning technologies. Uh, so they, they they showed us how it's going to work oh. in uh, 2022. So Perfect. they increased the uh, potential of the system uh, at least for 60%, according to uh, the General Secretary of the uh, Local uh, Organization Committee, Mr. Altavari. Mm -hmm. uh, so she said that it's, uh, the process is going on and they will increase it for 100% within Whoa. three years, given that they have five years more. So seems that we will have a very exclusive World Cup in five years. So basically, everything everything is moving uh, almost ahead of schedule. Yeah, yeah, it is ahead of schedule, and uh, some of some of stadiums will be built up uh, until uh, 2020. But uh, Al Bayit, for example, is ready for 17 percent. It's the semi-final area uh, venue, and uh, we also we also visited a Lusail Stadium. It's a final and opening match stadium, but it's ready for 90 percent, which means a, a stick in the middle of the pitch where Brilliant. a kickoff uh, yeah should happen in five <laughs> years. But uh, Albaid will be used for different social pro so social programs. For it, it will be 
it will be renewable construction, so they will be able to increase capacity and reduce capacity up, upon their requests. Excellent. So they will try to, to, to make a lot of tests uh, before before World Cup, so I think... Uh, oh. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, uh, Ivan, yeah. and yeah. next week uh, we have the World Cup draw here in Moscow. Overall, how prepared yeah. is Russia? Tell well, us your you opinion. Mean for a draw? You mean for a draw or for... For, for the preparation for, for of the Russian team. Or for the World Cup, actually, yeah. for all teams, yeah. It's still a long way to, <laughs> to, 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 to be at least good, yeah? The Russian team is looking for their own way they're trying to be disciplined so nothing has been changed uh, from last time i've been in capital FM. they're trying to be disciplined <laughs> um, they they still still trying. suffer with, 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 with ball transition unfortunately but it's mm -hmm. uh, it, it's it's only given of uh, russian uh, league level we <laughs> We 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 destroy or destroy anything in last ten years. So what we what we expecting to do immediate effect now? This so, even I just wanted to to ask you a couple of short questions. Uh, so because I know you've just arrived home and uh, you have to look after uh, no Natalia and little Elisa Ivanovna. So um, I don't want to keep you away from the family for too long. Um, you played football with Javi. How thrilling was that? Yes, yesterday. Uh, 26, uh, 26 hours ago, I think. <laughs> so, my God, that was a trophy. You can actually count so the hours. You keep these numbers in, <laughs> in your brilliant. mind. Javi is, is still fantastic, uh, especially as a person. He was chosen as ambassador of Qatar, uh, Qatar 2022. So uh, not only that it's a great player. Yeah, no. Neymar also could be chosen by Qatari authorities, right? Of course, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but it is Javi instead. So because he understands um, all tasks aims which they set for... 2022, and uh, it was uh, in frames of project uh, Generation Amazing, which uh, helps to workers who are working on a construction site in Qatar to, to, to avoid the routing yeah. within those five difficult years. So Javi was playing with us and with a group of, uh, with, uh, I mean, journalists and with a group of workers from a construction site. So it's absolutely imp impressive. You were, you were playing, we saw that, with uh, Semra Hunter. From TRT World, I, yes, I played. I played with with him, and I played against him. So we were four small teams, which uh, had an, an, ah. an opportunity to play with him and against him. Excellent. So, but Excellent. honestly, honestly, I don't, I don't remember how I was playing against him. <laughs> I, I can remember only how I was playing with him. Okay, well, that's a good thing. Listen, Eva, just a final one before you go away. Um, so, listen, the Russian league, Zenit are chasing Lokomotiv. Do you reckon that Zenit will still nip? pass at the post uh, or will Lokomotiv win a historical first title in this in this in this uh, decade I think it, I think it's it, it's still tricky I think we need can uh, can uh, add more power uh, but uh, Lokomotiv is unpredictable which which uh, I think I think they gave too much uh, in the match of Zenit which showed the uh, results after so they lost with Sheriff and so on and so on. So I think it's uh, still a long way to, to the end of the league. And uh, I think they need to be still a favourite. OK. Listen, Ivan, thank you so, so much. Just give my best to the family. Thank and uh, have, have, look, I'll, I'll look forward to seeing you next week here in Moscow. Thank you very much. Okay. Looking forward as well. OK. Take care, Ivan.
Okay, that was Ivan Zhitkov, of course, from uh, Sport Daily. He's the chief editor of SportsDaily.ru. And, I mean, he just literally walked back in the door to speak with us. So, I mean, that's that's a tell you class to man. Okay, so we're going to go into break in just a few seconds. Uh, Yekaterina, of course, has been banned from picking music yeah, uh, by like... Ollie and I. Like, we just made it. We made <laughs> an executive decision. Long, uh, yeah, and long, everyone's long there. Yeah, it's only just myself and Ollie. And maybe the odd guests will allow them. So, listen, the first, the first song we're going to play out with is one... Uh, it was recorded 60 years ago next month, so 1957. Uh, the University of Washington, the Huskies, another great nickname, Huskies football team, they play it at every home and away game or their band play it. The Canadian figure skater, Kurt Browning, he used it in the 1988 Olympics for his routine. Uh, it was in the Audrey Hepburn movie Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's one I didn't know. And, of course, the Mexican football team used it as one of their uh, fight songs. It's heard at ice hockey, it's heard at football in North America, in Europe, even here in Russia. It's going to get you into a very happy mood this Wednesday evening. It's cold, cold, snowy Wednesday evening. This is the Champs and Tequila. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Okay, we are back here in this snowy, beautiful kind of romantic Wednesday evening. I was walking around seeing Christmas songs all day today, so it's like beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Well, yeah, I'm very the last one's uh, not close to Christmas. One. No, definitely <laughs> not close. Definitely not close. So, Ollie, Sorry do we have any updates that. today from we, scores? We do. We definitely do. Uh, Cesca has scored a goal against Benfica. 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 So it's 1-0? It is 1-0, exactly. Okay, it's tw- uh, I'll have to check it. It's about 20 minutes gone in that game. And in the hockey game here tonight in Moscow? It is still the same score. It is uh, 3-1, Cesca 3 and uh, Heka Sochi 1. Excellent, excellent. So, okay. Over to the international rules. Yes. So, who won? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some just, updates. This, Tell you're just kicking this. me around the place right now. Yeah, so, yeah, Australia won. There was two matches. Whoever scored the most over all both matches in aggregate, they won. So, Australia were better in both. Uh, they won by 10 points in the first match. Ireland just couldn't get the good job done. They lost by three in the second game. So, they lost by 13 points overall. There's a bit of controversy when the Australian players, well, they were kind of aggressive. Um, and the Irish players, well, you know, they just... They were getting hit after they played the ball, which is, of course, you know, it's very quite dangerous. 
So when they were totally unprotected, you mean? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the nastiest way to hurt or scare someone. So. Uh, but this is so tricky. I mean, with the rules. Why, why, I know, I, I know. You see, because why does it work like this? The Aussies play like that, and the Irish guys don't. So uh, yeah, you know, that's. Yeah, that's, but this that's one special. kind of sport. So I mean, why? Well, why, it is very, very different. They're more physical in Aussie rules. They are. I mean, but, they are but, great. Yeah, so. but anyway. Uh, it's, it's look, first it's time, first time I'm, I hear that like it's one kind of sport where you have different rules. I oh, know. Not, not like they mix the rules. They mix the rules. Yeah. It used to be called compromise rules, but still the Aussies oh, are compromise nasty. rules. Okay, but anyway, Sounds it's funny. a really good game to watch and to you, play. You played Aussie rules. I did. Oh <laughs> yeah, and I and I played for Russia. I actually played for Russia in the European Championships. I broke my foot. Yeah. I played for wow. Russia with yeah. the Aussie rules and yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Irish. Yeah, I know. Well. I know. There you go. And I played for Croatia. <laughs> and I played for Mo. I know it doesn't matter. Right. Quickly okay. jumping on to European football, the Champions League returned last night. Spartak they drew at home. Just they actually gave away a win in the last minutes of the game. They drew one-one with Maribor of Slovenia. Good result. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean good result? No, it wasn't. Well, look, they've knocked out Maribor and they have at least European League football in the spring. Uh, the other game between Liverpool and Sevilla ended 3-3. Liverpool were 3-0 up and came back to just... They they, they almost lost the game. It was 3-0. Uh, yeah, so that was... You know, that was a pretty stunning match. So, uh, we are now... We are now going to move into our next guest category. So, here with us in the studio, Katrina, if you want to give him an intro, because I always have to introduce, introduce this guy, um, except when I'm on first day with him and then he introduces me. Okay, okay, I do this. I do. Uh, so, we're going to introduce our guest. Here's a senior presenter with Russia Today, who started off as one of their sports presenters when the channel began. He's written part of the Tour de France and he's covered major events from Olympics to Giro d'Italia and, well, everything. Alan, help me. No, no, he was born Help in me. Ireland. He was born in Ireland. So every when you guys are making fun of me, you're making fun of him as well. And oh, his no. mom is from Ireland. His mom is from the the county next door to my dad's county. So there you go. So we're oh, now you have the support. Okay, yeah, okay. exactly. We're okay. perfectly that's, balanced out. So that's how now Andrew, you welcome our to our studio. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. So listen, what do you reckon? I mean, okay, first Qatar. Uh, it's going to be played a World Cup played in the winter. Good idea. Um, initially, when I heard about it, I wasn't sure because everybody said it was going to be too hot to play football. Um, I don't know the exact temperatures at the time of year it's going to be played, but I, despite having air conditioning in the stadiums, there's still a lot of football fans that hang around outside, so I don't know how they're going to fare. <laughs> so, um, but overall, it sounds like preparations are pretty good, don't they? I mean, that yeah. correspondent spoke to the editor just a little earlier. He spoke yeah. to, he seemed pretty um, pleased with what he saw. So why yeah. not? I'm all, I'm all for spreading the World Cup around the world. Why? It's a good thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I mean, when it was played, remember in 1994 in the USA, the World Cup, Ireland played at midday in oh. uh, Orlando in Florida. It was like 45 degrees and 90-something percent humidity. I remember wow. Steve Staunton, who was blonde, yeah. well, red hair, and he just turned red. His whole body went red. He got blisters on the backs of his legs. He was in bits. But nobody said a word. Like I mean, they, yeah, and, but and come they, on, it always happens in tennis. We have exactly. cramps every yeah. single time Listen, in Australia. Come on, but not just, just like, in Australia. Look at Uzbekistan in the summer. Yeah, it's the same. My and God, it, uh, I mean, playing in Slovenia the desert. also, when it's like uh, very humid and uh, it's very warm. Exactly. During well, exactly, the summertime, exactly. Yeah. I mean, when you look, you look as well, like the way they. I mean, there is a debate. We'll, we'll speak with it a bit later. But um, there's um, when we speak with the Russian football, there was a bit of a sort of a kerfuffle, shall we say, about um, the Russian football league. Lokomotiv are playing next week in Habarovsk, and um, it's going to be minus twelve on the day. 
But that's the kind of predictable. But it could down to minus 20. And the footballers union, Alexander Zotter, they said, look, this is wrong. And it's actually damaging for footballers to play in that kind of temperatures. Well, it's, yeah, that's horrible. Because when you play, like, when it's hot, it's more or less okay. So you get cramped, but you are not getting freezed. And it's... Uh, um, well, it's... I, I don't know it's, how it's, footballers it's, play it's, in Russia. I really don't. I know no, they've no, had no, the season no, changed. No, no, no. I mean, when you play when it's cold, you just... Uh, the percentage of getting injury is, like, increasing so much because uh, when you got freeze, you have tried to keep yourself warm, but the game is always, like, it's ups and downs. You, you can have, like, long rallies whenever it is, you know. You can stay for a while, and then when with this changing of temperatures you, your muscles are getting crazy you know so you have to play in this um what's thermoclose or something yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Like, this is the the best way to keep your body like more or less in the same temperature but still it's awful <laughs> seriously okay uh, i wanted to actually ask something alan what is happening in english football Oh, yeah. Oh, I know why. I know you're doing this as well. Okay. So, English Premier League, or oh, well, it's called the best. Well, it calls itself the best thing in the world. It came back into life last weekend. Uh, Arsenal, they won the North London Derby 2 0 against the Spurs team, which I think everyone figured they would win. Uh, would win. Uh, Man City, Man United, Chelsea, and Liverpool all won, as we predicted here last mm -hmm. week. And that's why you wanted to ask me what the results exactly. were. Exactly. Yes. Yeah? yeah, but you see, like, if only you guys had put money on it, you know? <laughs> Well, then you have to give us a tips. Tell I us did give a tip. I bet we'd be sunning ourselves in like Maldives right now. Exactly. <laughs> we'll listen to you this week yeah, and well, uh, put our money on something this week. Exactly. And I also said that Monday night's game between Brighton and Stoke, that was going to be a cracker. And it was. It was 2-2. I said it would be a draw. And I was right. It would be a score draw. It was okay. Uh, this weekend, Friday, that is West Ham. They are. They really need to win against Leicester City, especially as they lost again last week, two 0 against Watford. Uh, Man U, they're at home against Brighton, um, and that's that's three points. That's a win for Manchester United. Spurs are playing West Brom, and that's another home win. Uh, so there you go. There's two tips I could just give you. Mm -hmm. uh, on Saturday, the big match is Liverpool and Chelsea at Anfield. Uh, this will decide uh, which of the two teams has an outside chance of catching Man City. Uh, big big pressure on Mr. Klopp and Mr. Conte. I can't see past a draw in this one. Well, it's the same question. Still, will you give us some tips? I've just given you... Oh, my God. I'm being very subtle about it. Like, you know, am I being subtle, Ollie? I kind of, I think so. Oh, yeah. no, what about Liverpool? What time is the match in oh, Liverpool yeah. match? That's a big one on Saturday, yeah. Of course, it's 8.30, Moscow time. Uh, that's, that will be well worth watching. On Sunday, Man City, they are going to beat Huddersfield. Uh, just so you know, you see, I'm not being subtle. I'm telling you what's going to happen. Uh, that's <laughs> going to, that's, they're going to beat uh, Huddersfield. Um, in the in the league, uh, then next week there is a full set of midweek games on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, that's in the Premier League. Just looking at the table here on the screen, Man City are eight points clear of Man U. Then Chelsea are only a further point back in third place. Spurs are in fourth, Liverpool fifth, and Arsenal sixth. Oh, and Burnley are with the same points as Arsenal, but in seventh. Liverpool also have the same number of points. What's uh, what's, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's look, it is. I know. Just look on the screen. Yeah, we're we're looking at the same screen. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it is really tight at the top. Uh, United there in second. Sorry, Andy, we're just going to like do no, you our carry on because Ollie's telling right. me because they want to get their tips. They want to get their tips exactly. <laughs> I'm writing it down. Four, never I'm writing it down. <laughs> There's always one of them that doesn't win. Listen, I'm nailing my tips this this year. Yeah, I'm you try accumulating bets. So modest. There's always one of the top. I'm good. No, Andy, I'm telling you. 
Yeah. Back me, I do well. Andy McLean backs me. Anyway, uh, so yeah, between United and second and Burnley and seventh, there is just a difference of four points. Uh, I did tip, I did tip City before the season to win with United probably in second or third. Uh, and unless something drastic changes, I think it's going to be all over by Easter. And I think we should move on to hockey. We need yeah. more hockey. Give it to us. But first, I, I got to tell you that the results have uh, changed a little bit. Oh. Seska has scored another goal against uh, Heka Sochi. Yeah, it's 4 So one. now it's 4-1. Cool. Yes. Okay. okay. I, I will update I've just you noticed about South Chelsea have scored against Karabag in Azerbaijan. Sorry, go ahead. Azerbaijan? Yes, 1-0. 1-0. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so back to hockey. Scouts and Pits at top of the West Conference. Really far ahead of Seska Moscow in second place. Spartak Moscow have improved. Probably because Capital Sports had their games, <laughs> they are now in sixth place. Dynamo Moscow have dropped to ninth. Vitas Podmaskovia are down in 11th. Yes, Ali's keeping an eye on that Cisco game tonight. So if they beat Sochi, they are catching up on Ska, but they're still quite far behind. That game, of course, started at 7.30. Listen, um, tomorrow night, Dynamo, they're at home to Ugra from Hantimansisk. Uh, that's at 7.30 tomorrow, uh, here, of course, in Moscow at the VTB Arena. Did you play in those tournaments in Hattie Yeah, I did once. There was a, the national championships, or there no, was like no, it a, wasn't there the was an ITV, ITF. No, 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 it was ITF, yeah, Challenger. Because they had a lot of money 50, out there. 50,000. 50,000, yeah. It was yeah, quite a yeah. big one, but it was, I think, once or twice in. But it was in November or something, I remember. Oh, history? No, it was in February or something. Oh, like it, was it was something like, insanely cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, like real Russian winter. <laughs> like, and what was it like out there? I mean, we're talking, this was like I'm coming back to and And cold? Yeah. No, it's not cold, you know, in like when it's minus 25 or something. <laughs> you know, yeah, just, we had just the casual weather. Yeah, <laughs> just the casual Russian winter is always actually, imagine it like uh, somewhere abroad, like bears and uh, all oh, the rest. Okay. All right. so you're talking about bears <laughs> and up. what about hockey in Moscow, guys? Any games coming up here? Yeah, okay. Well, okay, the nearest match, uh, apart from Dinamo, is um, on Sunday afternoon. Siska, they are hosting Admiral of Admiral or Admiral, Admiral Vladivostok. That's at 5 PM. Tickets can be uh, bought uh, at the venue or online on both the SISKA Moscow and KHL websites. Dynamo, they're playing avant-garde even, Omsk out of the VTB Arena on Monday evening at 7.30. Then next Wednesday, while we're here, on the 29th, SISKA are home to Kunlun Red Star of China. That is also a 7.30 start. Lovely China. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay. Listen, Andy, just a, a, a question across. So, are you following the Russian Football League at the moment, the Russian Premier League? Bits and pieces when I can, yeah. Good to see Lokomotiv at the top yeah, for once. Everybody's enjoying that, surely. Exactly. Do you know how that. to start the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, to, yeah like, tomorrow night we're there. We're we're yeah. at the we have our stadium show. They're they're playing um, Copenhagen. Yeah. So they need to win. This is a must-win game for for Lokomotiv. So do you think they will? Oh, uh, well, it's no. always tough. You know, this is the game. <laughs> no. <laughs> always round. So you is never the assumption know. though that Lokomotiv are going to run out of steam? That, is that generally people are thinking, oh, they've had a really good start, but they just yeah. can't keep it up? Or There's two ways to look at it, though, because they've had a lot of injuries. I mean, Guillermo, their, their, their goalkeeper, like the Russian national keeper as well, he, he was out injured. Uh, uh, Ari was out injured as well. Uh, there's a lot of guys who are out injured who are starting to come back, like Vedran Chorluk and that. So they'll be back early in the new year, so that's going to help. But I still think that if Zanit get, uh, as Ivan said, if they get one or two players in, I think they'll run out. They they will just overtake Lokomotiv and win. Now Eric Eric Soffel says he did say that Lokomotiv catches laughing at the name uh, that they will they will um, you know prove themselves good as as the league wears on. But I don't know. I I think it'll be very very tough. How many games are there this season? Uh, Sorry, Thirty. Thirty. 30. Well, yeah. that's that's an advantage. 
Yeah, they've played so 17 they've, so far. Yeah. So, I mean, they're doing well. well yeah, Top exactly. of the table after 17, three points ahead. Uh, with a, two winnable games coming up against uh, Ska Haborovsk and um, Rubin Kazan at home on the 2nd of December. So I think, you know, if they can get six points there, it puts the pressure on Zenit. The pressure will be if they're still at the top with about five games to go. That's very much so. Yeah, very, very much so. Because, like, I mean, that is, that is the big, big difficulty. Because, I mean, that happened with Newcastle and United. Yeah. Like when, uh, when and the, yeah, they're not the only teams that have no, <laughs> fallen no, no. away. <laughs> no, no, no. And they just blew up. They just yeah. absolutely blew up. I mean, I remember that. So, uh, this guy, I just want to ask you, Andy, you know, plays tennis. What tip would you give him as a tennis coach, an ex superstar tennis pro? What, what would you give him to make him unbeatable in the amateur ranks? Oh, seriously? Yeah. One tip if you can give him one tip. Sorry, I've been really, really <laughs> blunt here. Oh, that's quite well, a I'll tough ask, question. Yeah, my question, mentally, it's very easy just to fall apart on the tennis court. You hit one bad shot, then two or three, and then you start to get angry with yourself. What's your tip? Well, <laughs> You're asking your country to be how not to get angry on <laughs> the court. The one who paid like so many fines on court. Like, <laughs> how many rackets did you break <laughs> in your I career? Mean, I have no <laughs> idea. Last year I was played, I think I've broken maybe <laughs> 10 during the season. <laughs> so, okay, so now you know what, what, what not, not to do. What right. not to do, okay. yeah. How many records do you have? So sometimes it makes you feel more calm when you just smashed one. <laughs> Hold on, so your tip is smash a racket? No, 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 seriously, no. Uh, really, if you want to stay like focused and keep calm, you need to do some breathe exercises. Uh -huh. But when you're just getting... Like... Somebody told me just to laugh at yourself, and then I wondered about that, and I've seen top players when they hit bad shots, etc., not even just in tennis, but you can see them sort of smiling and shaking as if, well, I can't believe that happened. Yeah, but uh, this is also like, this is the opposite side of being angry at yourself, you know? It's just more or less the same. Mm -hmm. It just looks a little bit better, but <laughs> inside it doesn't work the same. And probably right. you know if you used to play tennis yeah. and you play tennis still, so then you un understand what I mean. You really have to like to make some breathe exercise. Like usually it's just like three or yeah. four, yeah, and just like, like just deep stay, breaths, yeah, deep breath, down. and then you just uh really need to take this time you know for me for example i was absolutely like crazy and uh, when i was getting in this uh like what to say when i was uh, uh, like irritated you know yeah. so much with the game with my mistakes with everything and angry, yeah. yeah and i was just even moving between the points like in one second you know i was going to serve like ah, very yes. fast you know and then you still can use this 25 seconds and this is the best way just to force yourself to do this and to make yourself like more calm. Yeah. That's a good way. It's easy to say, but it's not easy to make. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, good answer. Thank you. I'll okay. We're, listen, we're going to go to a break. Our next song. Okay. Uh, quite an interesting song as well. Uh, because uh, just well, we'll come back onto that topic, of course, because it is interesting how to how not to break rackets and how not to <laughs> smash rackets all around the place. Uh, the next song we have that we're going to play out with, uh, Ollie. Um, is it a good one? It is an absolutely great one. It's a great <laughs> it's by one. by Brian Adams Exactly. Well. Now, listen, this is one that it, he wrote this for Chelsea FC. He wrote this because it's important for Chelsea. It's been used in so many different advertisements. In ice hockey, the Toronto Maple Leafs use it. This is one that when you hear it, you really do want to win. And this is Brian Adams and we're going to win. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. We're going to win. Don't want to be a loser, gonna win Cause winning really is the only thing Get out of the way, we're coming 
in the studio with me Alan Moore I do remember my name this time it, all those boxing punches I took in the head I'm not Alan Knight I'm with Ollie Knight oh and, you uh, wish yeah. you wish <laughs> <laughs> We've been, I'm with Ollie Knight you said I wish I was with no, Ollie no, Knight no no you wish your name was Knight you said the wrong thing altogether completely different oh, idea and you got so just, red let's just move on okay you, you, <laughs> so, you wish you're with me you know you know, it's, it's like Anna Kournikova said to some guy some guy shouted in, in uh, Wimbledon Anna ma- or marry me Anna and she goes like you couldn't afford me remember that uh, yes, that was so that Ooh, was burn I would I would if I was that guy I'd just jumped off the back of the stand <laughs> <laughs> just, you oh. couldn't live with that um, okay so we're here of course uh, with Ollie with Katarina she's still she's blocking the door so Andrew Farmer can't escape from this madhouse so Ollie have we any updates on the scores uh, we actually do have updates in the Champions League FK Quarabag and Chelsea Chelsea scored two so it's 2-0 Ooh. and uh, there's no other updates unfortunately okay. I, I did get you a little bit excited but <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, oh so hold on it's still it's 1-0 uh, Siskar still 1-0 ahead and Siska and Sochi it's still 4-1 okay that's pretty yeah. good okay all right, so I guess we'll move on to Russian football because we haven't touched on that yet. So uh, that's okay, Ollie. We yes, can go there. I think we have to talk about Russian football in Russia between Russian teams <laughs> for <Yeah>. once. <laughs> we will, of we course. will. Okay, so uh, no major changes at the top. As we've already discussed at Loco, they are still top. They beat Angie in Makhachkala. I said 2-1, but they beat them 1-0. They are still top, as I said. Uh, Zenit, they walloped Tosno 5-0. Siska, they had a bit of a scare out east against Ska Habaros, but they returned from there with three points after winning 4-2. Spartak, whoa, that was a big one this weekend. They humiliated Krasnodar 4-1 in Krasnodar. 
And Dinamo, yes, Dinamo, they drew 1-1 with Ahmad Grozny. That was one that we looked at and we, we kind of did say it would be a draw, we weren't so sure. Uh, with that point, Dinamo, they have crept out of the immediate, the uh, automatic relegation spots. They are now in 14th. So all is going good for that team who are based in Himki. Person that are in mess, aren't they? They lost six matches already this season. I know, yeah, I know. Let, let, okay, let's look at it like this. In Krasnodar? In, well, no, no, no. <laughs> two years ago, they lost them everywhere. <laughs> two years ago, two seasons ago, they lost six matches in the whole season, okay? They conceded 25 goals in that time. That's in 30 games, and they finished fourth. This year, they've lost six. That's just as you said. And they have conceded 20 goals. They're in fifth, but they've only played 17 matches. So I think we can rule them out of the title picture because uh, they, they still have to play some of the top teams. They, of course, we saw them losing against um, uh, Lokomotiv and Lokomotiv. Um, so, okay, getting back to the Loco. They're still top. They're, 36, they're on 36 points. They are three ahead of Zenit, seven ahead of Siska, and eight ahead of Spartak. Okay, Krasnodar is still okay. They're only one point behind Spartak. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I do think they're going to fall back in New Year. I think they're going to sell Fyodor Smolov, the national team striker, their main goal scorer. And uh, yeah, so if he goes in January, they are done. Okay, look, let's go ahead to what's coming up so we can get back to talk with Andrew. Uh, this weekend, it's already starting up with a controversy. I've already said, look, if they're playing in Havarovsk next Monday, kickoff is at 12 o'clock on Moscow time and the temperatures are expected to drop into the high teens. Uh, high teens as in minus high teens, <laughs> minus nineteen yeah, twenty. Yeah, we got now, some discussion earlier. Exactly. <laughs> the Russian football, the Premier League, they said it's oh it's gonna be about minus twelve, but nobody believes them. Absolutely nobody believes them. And we've discussed about what it's like to play in those temperatures and you know, it's just not healthy. And we saw it when local played Krasnodar and it was about minus two, minus three in the second half. The players just you know, they they, they started to slow down and Well probably we'll see tomorrow. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, we will see it. Well we'll be yeah, we will have to be outdoors for part of it anyway. So, yeah, you'll hear us like our teeth chattering, chattering next week. Um, hopefully, Alexander Zotov and the Footballers Union, they are going to fight to sort of, you know, be a bit more intelligent in, in uh, how the league plan their fixtures. Okay, so on Friday evening, um, 5.30 time here in Moscow, Dinamo, they are away to Amkar in Perm. Uh, on Sunday... Siska, they are away to Rubin. That's a 2 p.m. kickoff. Uh, the big match of the weekend, without a doubt, it's not Ska Loco, uh, which is on Monday. It's Spartak and Zenit in the Otkrita Arena. And the kickoff there is 7.30. Tickets are starting at 500 rubles. There's very, very few left. But they can be bought online at the Spartak website. I don't think you'll get them at the stadium for sure. So back on to another topic, which has kind of pushed us a little very bit more. Sensitive uh, one. Yeah, very, very sensitive one. One that started an oh, argument yes. in a pub between you and Andrew. <laughs> uh, and that is, of course, doping. Now, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. just today, as I was finished working in the college, uh, Rush today gave me a call and said, listen, can you have a chat about doping? Like, what's, like, you know, there's four more Russian athletes banned today. Um, Ekaterina, I mean, is this going to end? I don't know. I mean, I'm still getting more and more surprised because it's just, okay, I cannot use the word unfair probably but it's just really weird taking all olympic sports i i just don't understand what's going on how so weird what you what we move weird for you uh, it doesn't look like i don't know how to say natural it doesn't look like it goes with some even law or something i, I don't understand like Russia, but then all the information they got from this, like Rodchinkov, who uh -huh. is like... Well, the important thing is to know the evidence. So we know they're banned, aren't we, today? But I, as far as I'm aware, 
I haven't heard what evidence has been put no, against No, no, it these. hasn't been released yet. It hasn't been released so yet. So that, that's, for me, the most important thing, to see what evidence. But I always believe that, OK, if somebody's guilty and there's the evidence, then name and ban. I mean, why, do you, want, why do you want them, them in the sport? Yep. Um, but if there isn't evidence and people are questioning it, then they're right to question it and, and looking at the, the punishment to see whether it, it ties with the, the crime. But at the moment, it's difficult to comment because we don't know the evidence. But if, if look, from the very start of this doping scandal, I've always said... Just name and shame and ban. Don't ban yeah. everybody. Just ban the people you know that have doped. And exactly. if this is what they say they are doing now, and this is the first evidence of that or more evidence of that, then I think it's a good thing overall. But again, to comment specifically on this, I don't know till they've revealed the evidence. I don't know. Exactly. I mean, a lot of the guys, they said there was these, like, 1,000 athletes were named as doping. And then some of the athletes, like one of the guys who said um, that uh, he gave uh, uh, the wrong, or he gave a sample that was, you know, tainted in Finland but he was training in Moscow at the time. So basically, mm. he wasn't there. So when you started boiling it down, I, I know we did the mass on this on air. There's like about 400 and something athletes that uh, they actually could put together mm. that they could look at. And then some of those guys had retired, so they actually weren't involved in sport anymore. So, I mean, what, like, I mean, you can't really... Like, I, I would love to watch the Olympic Games, like, as a pure Olympic Games, let's say, like this. So with, without anything... Uh, we cannot say any anyway like straight mm -hmm. but we can understand with some results you know you cannot do like the human body is still the same you cannot do something to make it run better to make it jump higher or like you know to to force it i don't know to get some weight more weight every single time. Okay, you can do it with your character, whatever, but it still will stay at the same place. You can only do so much. Like there are yeah. physical. I mean, we discussed it before with Sarah Irani, when she yeah, got exactly. done for like her pasta. Like that, they said that yeah. um, she failed a doping test because her mother's um, medicine spilled onto her uh, counter yeah. where she was making <laughs> pasta. So she ate the pasta. And her it was so ridiculous that you can't. We, we were we were in trouble over it. We did get into trouble over it because people people like text in like you know how can you say that like she did that and blah 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 and because you said like this sounds ridiculous. It was ridiculous though. It's like a, a super story. Yeah, but, but it, it, does it sound normal? I mean, it doesn't like sound the story. plausible. No, like no, no. when you read the story like on the news and then oh okay. We have to accept. I mean, I mean uh, Andy, we 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 talked uh, this year. We did an interview about the Tour de France and Froome and so on and all the. In cycling specifically, mm. I mean, I mean, I, you know, I grew up same as you, like watching cycling. In, in Ireland, we had these like great cyclists coming through, and Roach when he won the the Triple Crown, he won the, the Tour de France, the Giro, and the like. Thirty years ago this yeah. year, nineteen eighty seven, I mean that was such pride for our country, and then looking back, and it's like, you know, do I believe it? So I mean, can you believe what you're watching in safe cycling, for example? Um. Personally, I, I find it difficult not to be suspicious, but then. You know, you have to ask, OK, well, what evidence is being put forward then against this person who you're suspicious about? And that's what you have to look at. And you, ha you have to hope that the authorities are doing their job. But when you look often at what the authorities are doing, um, just take the Jiffy Bag incident, for example, oh. with Bradley Wiggins. Well, have they really got to the bottom of it after all these months of investigations? No. Oh. Has there been any call for action? No. Did Sky keep medical records? No. So... Well, where's the punishment and where's the condemnation of that? And even though there's lots of pontificating in the press, there's no one authority that comes out and says, sorry, that's wrong, yeah. this is your suspension or whatever. It just seems to be a lot of talk in the press for a long period of time without anything concrete at the end of it. Now, I don't think you should ban people if, unless there's evidence to show it, but 
there's a lot of things, for example, in cycling yeah. and the authorities that look after cycling, and you have to question, really, you had all that testosterone turn up at your uh, place by accident and somebody That's posted the T by mistake. And I mean, and it, it, all these questions that seem to, to a normal person, you would think, Wow, how did that happen? Well, and this doctor, Dr. Freeman, who was meant to, from yeah. British Cycling, he was meant, he uh, said he couldn't come give evidence because he was ill. And then he called British Cycling and said, listen, I want to give an interview to BBC. And he said, uh, well, you have to take our lawyer with you. He said, why? Oh, that's normal. And then they said, well, if you are well enough to give an interview to BBC, you should be able to come in and face an investigation. Mm. So he said, oh, well, then I won't do the interview. Right. I mean, it's just, it's so, it's so and, unbelievable. And, and there are a lot of grey areas too. So things that are legit, inverted commas, if we all knew about it, the yeah. authorities, I'm sure, would be forced to make them, of course, you of know, course. illegal. Yeah. But these things go on behind the scenes and they're legit and they can play the game, the system. Exactly. And they can also say we're not doing anything wrong, but if they were very open about what they were doing, people would quickly call them out on it. Massively so, massively so. Yeah, but back to Russian situation, like the Russian team situation. Uh, why all this, like, actually checks started? Because of uh, Rochinkov, who gave some information. So, I mean, if some other, like, people who come from different countries and tell the secrets about the place where he used mm -hmm. to work, so, I mean, it, it yeah, doesn't, how much sound, credence it doesn't you give. sound normal and it doesn't sound fair, let's say like this. I understand this, <laughs> and, it, and it depends how much credence you put into the testimony of one person. So it all comes down to what evidence is being put forward to prosecute. And that's the most important thing, for me anyway. And I'm interested to know what, what they are using to prosecute. Yeah, well, but actually it's really, it's just a pity that because he's angry for the country, like all the... He's not least, for yeah, I have to it's, suffer, it's not, and this is like. Well, yeah, I I completely agree, and this blanket ban issue, and all the rest of st stuff that comes at Russia, this negative publicity, yeah. um, a lot of it, I, personally, I think is politically driven. I know people say it isn't, but it all, all sports are political. All sports are and, political, and, and the question of state-sponsored doping as well. It, it's words. It's, it's words. It's a Richard I'm, McLaren I'm himself said it was. You know, sorry, I'm going to barge in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I want to uh, talk about the score again. Seska um, has scored another um, one on, yeah. on hockey. So it's 5-1 now at the okay. moment. 5-1. And I think it's, it's, yeah. it's almost halftime. Actually, it is halftime in the VTB arena. It's Seska uh, still 1-0 ahead. That is doing very, very well for them uh, in their game with Benfica. And uh, Chelsea are leading still at halftime 2-0 against Carabao. Listen, uh, we've only got a few minutes or a couple minutes left. So just to, 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 to go back onto it, that one of the issues that everyone had, like, I mean, I've met this... You know, I'm, I'm, I've met this Rochenko uh, uh, two times. The first time I met him, he actually was offering to sell me uh, a, a clean uh, test. That's what he did. That's what he was selling, a clean test. Um, can you so, repeat, please? So basically, Rochenko, this guy, Dr. Death, who ran away, um, he offered to sell me, because we weren't sure about one test that a player did, he said, oh, don't worry, I can make it go away for X amount of money. And no one, and even when I told the authorities about it, everyone was like, ah, oh, whatever. And the second time I met him, he said, I was never involved in anything like that. So, yeah, but he's know. like, this is the character, because I, I, I have a friend who, who, is still, who still works in this first med, and he uh, used to work for Rochinkov. Oh. And um, he said that he's just like, this is the character. He's yeah. absolutely mm. scientist, so he's absolutely uh, sick about his what is he what, what he's doing like his job his work uh, n new things you know and uh, he was really he was frustrated with the like whatever government or the uh, the country or the rules and he 
that that's what happened. Well, I mean, there's there's lots of reasons, but listen, we won't have time to discuss it all this evening. However, we will have to come back and do a podcast on this. So, okay, so that's all for this evening. Andrew Farmer, thank you very much for coming in. Pleasure. It was brilliant to thank have you, you on board. Uh, Ivan Jitkoff, I know he's listening to Open St. Pete still before he's putting little girl to sleep. So thank you, Ivan. Ekaterina, brilliant as always. Um, Alan. Superb. Ollie, <laughs> brilliant with the scores thank as well. You, so we're you. going out with Siska still ahead. We're going to be in Lokomotiv tomorrow night. Siska uh, oh, yeah. on, ahead on two fronts in football and in ice hockey. Now, very, very quickly, this last song. This is one that, you know, is you everywhere in sport. It's used in advertising. It's from a band called The Heavy. It's one that you'll all, you're all going to enjoy as we say goodnight for uh, this Wednesday night. We'll see you all next week. This is the band and, Ollie, what's it called? The Heavy with How You Like Me Now. Here we go. Capital Sports with Alan Moore.